This is WNSP Now, live. From online to on air, the sports station presents your favorite WNSP Now shows live on air. Here's Joey Warner with the Batter's Box. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the Batter's Box. We're on WNSP in Mobile, Alabama. I'm Joey Warner, and my guest host is... Ricky Patterson, we're here to talk baseball for the next 30 minutes, and we want to invite you to WNSP Now and join us on our podcast. Check us out. It gets uploaded every Tuesday, and we're going to give you the best baseball that the local people can give you. We're Ricky Patterson and Joey Warner, and today we're going to talk to Danny Jennings. Danny is from Fairhope, Alabama, a big buddy of ours, and he is a general manager with the Washington Nationals, and he knows as much about baseball as myself and, and maybe Ricky, too. So, But, Ricky, glad to have you here, and let's, let's talk with Danny Jennings. Hey, Danny, are What's you up, there? Guys? How are you? Good, Danny. Thanks for coming on, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It always is. I got Ricky Patterson in the house here, and, and uh, we're, we're, we're ready to talk some baseball. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm good. I feel a little intimidated, all you catchers ganging up on us pitchers. Hey, I man. know how y'all are. Hey, buddy. Well, you know, we go back a long way with that. People, everybody, Danny Jennings has been in the Major League Baseball and professional baseball for 35 years. And, Danny, you're becoming a pioneer of the game up there. But, yes, me and Rick, you're both catchers, and uh, you're in the corner. With you're I in the like catcher's the corner with Joey, Joey Warner. Catcher's corner, I love it. <laughs> you got that, hey, and I'm I'm going to install that into our show. But uh, Danny, uh, talk to us a little bit about Ricky's got some questions here. We're 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 concerned about what Major League Baseball is doing and how Major League Baseball is reacting to all these rule changes for now and and what's coming in the future. Ricky, ask him something about that. Well, uh, Danny, I wanted to bring up some of the new rule changes and how it might affect the stats and stuff in the future. And I'd like to get your opinion of it, you know, with the bases being, what, four inches bigger? And, yep. And uh, you can only throw so many times to a base. I was just wondering, and, the, you know, right now the big question is the, the time. Uh, what, you know, what is your really thinking on how is it actually working right now? Well, I mean, it has accomplished exactly what MLB wanted. They wanted more action. They wanted more energy, more runs in the game. That part of it, it has worked. The the stolen bases are definitely up. Uh, There are more runs. Uh, It appears to me that the balls, again, are juiced. I see some balls flying out of the yard at 440, 450. Um, So I think from a standpoint of what, the new rules were implemented for that has been accomplished the shift banning the shift having two infielders on each side of the base uh i think has created you know where especially for left-handers it's opened that hole up now where guys can uh you know when they sit on a ball and get it between the in the three and a half hole it's now getting to the outfield for a base hit uh to go into your point further i think that there are some records that potentially could be tainted in the long run. 
stolen bases being one of them. I mean, you think back to the great base stealers in the history of our game with, you know, the, all the great Cardinal teams and Lou Brock and Ricky Henderson, even our own Lance Johnson, you know, here in Mobile. So many of these guys, if you had three inches or four inches total, six inches of a bigger base, and only two disengagements allowed per hitter, man, they're going to find a way to work this in their favor. And now those guys that showed the ability to steal 50, 60, you know, that number's going to jump up there and you're going to get 70 and 80 bags. Well, over the course of a decade, that's going to factor in. And I think you're going to see some guys' records maybe, you know, steals, uh, the total number of steals in a year, certainly the total number of steals without being uh, thrown out, those things are going to increase, and that's going to be a direct reflection on the new rules. There's no doubt about that. I, mean, I was just wondering how, uh, is there going to be an asterisk on the, if somebody breaks the record? <laughs> uh, you know what, Rick? It, it, it could be, it should be. But I think we all know how baseball is on asterisks and different things that, you know, you, you look at and go, wait a minute, this this was done, you know, this is tainted, this is not pure. And for those of us that, you know, are now up in age and are purist and, and was around the game when we truly felt like it was the greatest game going and, and the special memories we have from it, of course, in our mind, I think, yeah, it definitely is an asterisk. And, uh Man, oh, man. I mean, I would love to see a Ricky Henderson, a Lance Johnson, Lou Brock, some of these cats now, when you had bigger bases and only two disengagements, what they may do because that was their game. That's who they were. They were not the guys that, you know, they're, they're, swinging, they're, they're swinging as hard as they can, trying to, you know, do all or nothing type swings. They were get on base, and if they got on base, you were usually looking at a double, maybe even a triple because of their legs, which is what got them to the big leagues. That's right. And, you know, Danny, maybe a lot of people out there don't really understand when you talk about the bases, it's two inches bigger on each side. And so the back part of the base, uh, they measure from 90 feet is, is to the back edge of the base. So you're gaining four inches closer to, uh, to the plate. And then from, the, the, uh, from uh, first to second, you know, you gained another two inches plus the two on the, at second base, so you gained a half a foot. Can you imagine all those bang, bang plays now? There's going to be a lot of safe. No doubt about it. I mean, hey, you guys were catchers. How many times have you made a throw to second base and a guy gets in there by his fingertips where now if the base is bigger, the guy's hand's in and he's uh, he's safe. And it, it's going to change a lot of that. And I think you're starting to see it. I know uh, I've been on the minor league circuit now for about the last three or four weeks. And, boy, once that pitcher disengages really now for the first time, you're starting to see some 13-foot leads, 14-foot leads, and guys are just taking off on first movement. And uh, it's the, the, the base runners have become much more aggressive and using this to their advantage. Uh, go ahead, Joey. Well, well, you know, some coaches are teaching catchers to throw to the right side to the of the bag rather than, you know, straight down the middle, you know, because – and now with this inch and a half on each side, on, on the one side of the bag – then uh, if 
it's given that it's a disadvantage to throw to the right side if if you can master that you know but but uh it's it's still uh it's a, it's a challenging thing for for a catcher and uh you know a thing i want to ask you about uh is uh is the is a, real quickly we got about 3 minutes left is is what about the timer uh, on the on the on the on the timer call out there with the uh, with the pitchers and, and batters, is that speeding up the, the the batters getting to the plate and and the and the pitchers getting rid of the ball and throwing over to first base? There's some, some rule changes there too, Danny. Yeah, I, you know what, Joey? I think it's this part for me because it's been in the minor leagues for a couple of years. This has been a good rule. I think the the part of it is it keeps the flow of the game. You know, you don't see you don't see hitters getting out of the box. You don't see them. Uh, purposely waiting to walk the home plate until their walk-up song is complete and these things. So the action is ongoing. It's continual. I've, I, uh, I've been over in Pensacola the last two days watching the Birmingham Barons play in Pensacola, and uh, there have been a few pitch clock violations. Uh, most of them have been on the pitcher, but there's been a couple where the hitter is not ready to go at the eight-second mark, and the umpire will uh, you know, he'll call a strike. And uh, last night, I saw a guy get punched out. You know, he had two strikes on him. He wasn't ready to go. The umpire pointed at his watch, and, you know, that was a strikeout. So, uh, there... A lot of these kids who are in the minor leagues or even in the big leagues but just got to the major leagues, they've, they've been adhering to these rules for a couple of years. So realistically, they keep one foot in the batter's box. Um, you know, they, they are more ready to hit. When they first implemented this rule, it really affected the hitters. The hitters look rushed. They weren't ready to go. And then some of the pitchers figured out the cat and mouse game. And you guys know this as a hitter, the worst possible feeling you can have is standing in that box for essentially about eight seconds, and you're just froze like a, on top of a trophy. And, man, some of these hitters were just overly anxious, and, and the pitchers, you know, they, they were playing the cat and mouse with them. So I think you're seeing now that it's becoming a better flow and guys are understanding it more. They're, you know, they're they're ready at the eight seconds. And very seldom now am I seeing a pitcher hold the ball the entire time. Usually at about that four second or three second mark, they deliver the ball to the plate. Well, Danny, I tell you, you know, you said it. Baseball used to be a game of inches, and now it's a game of seconds. But Danny, thank you so much for coming on with me and Ricky Patterson tonight. Uh, we'll be getting back in touch with you and getting us on our podcast, and we'll be about twenty or thirty minutes. Hey, thank you a lot, Big Danny Jennings, Ricky Patterson, and Joey okay, Warner, guys. talking to you, buddy. Good luck to you. Great job, Danny. Well, good luck. Thank you.
Hello, baseball fans. You're back with Joey Warner and Ricky Patterson on WNSP Live 105.5. I got a treat for somebody, whoever can be the first caller to 694-1055. I have four tickets to the University of South Alabama versus Georgia State baseball game on Saturday. It's at 2 o'clock. Our Jags are 19-18, and 18, the first time they've been above 500 in forever this year. Well, if you can call Michael Brauner at, at WNSP, you can have four tickets to see some good baseball at the University of South Alabama versus Georgia State. And we're back. Ricky Patterson. Ricky, that was a great interview with Danny Jennings. Let's talk a little bit more about that because there's probably some interest out there in these rule changes. Yeah, Danny did a great job. You know, that's why it's always good to have someone that's got that much knowledge and especially going around and seeing what's happening right now at the major league level and, and at the minor league since he's covering it right now. But, you know, there was uh, he, he made a very big point. And, you know, we've always had guys stepping out of the box and a lot of wasted time and stuff. But, you know, and, and what I liked about what he said is, you know, it was the flow of the game. He kept it moving. Uh, I was involved. You know, I hate you know, it just I guess I've got a lot of history behind me because I've been around for so long. But we were playing, I was managing the AAA team in Des Moines, Iowa. And we were playing uh, the Rangers there in Oklahoma City. And I had a pitcher named Turk Wendell. Well, there was a big rhubarb uh, the night before, and a lot of players got suspended and couldn't play. And it was on both teams, so we actually had to try to get enough to play the, play the game. And they were all mad. But what the players did, they got together, and both teams got together, and they said it was going to – uh, nobody was going to step out of the box. When you got in, you stayed in the box, and the pitchers get, you know, put one sign down and let's go. Joey, we played that game, and I think it was like 59 minutes, a nine-inning game, and it was like an eight to seven ball game, and some of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life. But once the hitter got in, he didn't leave; he stayed in there. But um, the that was one of the fastest games, and then I actually saw what the speed of the game would do. You know, I mean, with players that got on the mound, got the ball, let's go. They didn't walk around the mound, and the hitters stayed. They Once they got in the box, they didn't leave. But to watch that game played like that in some of the greatest plays I've ever seen. Plus, you know, there's I know there's a lot of interest out there about the, the new rule changes. Well, I just saw something today that they're going to play in the Atlantic League. They, they got some new rules that they're going to – some of the new things they might bring up next year and that they're going to experiment it with in the Atlantic League. And you've got a, they got a designated pinch runner. So this designated pinch runner would be able, like a designated hitter, and he can run for anybody in the lineup, and that player can go back, that, who he ran for can go back into the game. It's kind of like uh, travel ball or what they're doing now in, uh, in park ball. And the other rule was the – it's called the double hook. Now, what that means is that pitcher that's pitching the game is DH for. So, if he goes five innings, they can keep the DH. If he doesn't pitch five innings, they lose the DH. So, then it kind of it sounds like they're kind of uh, reverting back to the National League where they don't have a DH. So, then the, the people that's playing in the National League with the DH, they're going to have to double switch and move – move people around if the pitcher don't pitch five innings. It's like they're encouraging, you know, more pitchers to go through five innings. And the – what was the third one? Oh, about the step-offs. And Danny kind of brought that up, that you throw the, if you throw the first base twice, 
then you you can throw the third time to the base, but you got to pick the guy off. And if you don't pick him off, there's a penalty. And I guess the penalty is a stolen base. So that's why I was bringing it up about the asterisk. Is it going to with the sto stolen bases and and walks when you really didn't walk? I mean, it's kind of interesting. It really is, Ricky. You know, me and you know a lot about baseball. I mean, I, I, we have the confidence that we do, but we're having to relearn this stuff. And, and it's interesting to a point, and it's, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's different. It's different. But, but like, you know, Danny said about them juicing the balls and taking their time to get to the plate and the, the walk-up songs and stuff like that, I don't like that. You know, I don't like that at all. And, and, and you know, it, it, I'll use – uh, women's softball, for example, they, I, I love to watch women's softball, especially in college. Women's softball—they're fast, they're in, they're out, they're, you know—and that's the—I like that. But uh, change change gears a little bit here. We have a winner. Congratulations to somebody that called in to for the tickets, Tony. You are the winner of the tickets. Thank you for calling in, and you enjoy yourself out at that ball game and cheer those Jags on. And just remember, Ricky Patterson and Joey Warner on WNSP Now. And check us out. And the, the, the podcast is online all the time. You can go back. We've had 10 shows. Uh, you can go back and listen to all of them. Uh, we've had some great guests. And the, the, the beauty of the show is, is, is myself and Ricky working together with, with Ricky's knowledge and his managerial experience, his coaching experience, and I'm, I'm a stats guy and I'm a high-energy type guy, and we're going to try to bring you as much good information as we can from, from several areas, you know, youth baseball, high school baseball, collegiate baseball, professional and major leagues. We're going to talk good things about Ball. We're gonna we're gonna talk with old South Alabama players and talk about good stories and memories, and then not to mention the history. When we get into the history of the game, uh, I've written a book called Mobile Baseball Connection, and there's so much history in that book that it's unbelievable. Because I'm here to tell you, I'm cutting the trail, and anybody that wants to join me, we are the best baseball city historically in the world. I mean, we're sitting over here with a stadium now, and, and it's dwindled away. It's done this before historically. It's doing it again. People, uh, you know, just – but you look in the books, you look in the history books, Hank Aaron, Satchel Page, Willie McCovey, Billy Williams, Ozzie Smith, it goes on and on. Frank and Milt Bowling, I can go all day long. And I'm sitting here with a man right here that is the only man alive that, that has more experience – with one of the greatest coaches of all time, that's Eddie Stanky, who brought wonders to Mobile in 1969. And, Ricky, you played for him and coached for him, too. Let's talk about Eddie Stanky for just a few minutes. Well, you know, it's hard for me to talk about Coach Stanky, you know, because I don't – he didn't talk a lot about his experiences and stuff. And, you know, it, and that's what I always wanted to hear. I loved, you know, the baseball stories and, and some of the things that uh, he did as a player, but he didn't talk about it very much. But, you know, playing for him, it was tough for me because I respected the man so much of all of the experience that he had. You know, I respected him. And, and I just had, I had a hard time playing because I wanted to, I, I put so much pressure on myself to, you know, to show that I actually was good enough to play. And, you know, and I was pressing doing it, you know, way, way too much instead of just playing the game and, you know, trusting my ability. But it, was, it wasn't it was Coach Stanky's fault. You know, it was mine. 
You know, I just I, I had that much respect for him. And a lot of people don't understand. Coach Stanky, he, when he came out to practice, you know, we all came together and we sat down on the field. But he, it was something about life that day, an article that was in the newspaper. You know, and it was, and it was how he would bring the the game of baseball into it. You know about uh, the something that might have happened in the newspaper, or, or uh, uh, something that he heard on the radio, or something like that. He was he would bring those stories to the players, and he would kind of relate it to the game of baseball. That's what you know. I really enjoyed, you know, every day being out there on the field with him, and and you know, coaching with him. You know. Well, you know, he, 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 he it's, it's obvious he came up under Leo DeRocher, and Milton Stock was his, was his father-in-law. And Milton Stock, if you read about Milton Stock, he was an unbelievable man. And he's a little man, just like Eddie. And, and you know, even – well, I'll mention Stan Galley over at Spring Hill. I mean, these guys, a lot of people don't realize it's Gallowitz. And for yeah. Galley, short for Gallowitz. And, and it wasn't Stanky, it was Stankiewicz. That's right. You know, here you got, here you go, uh, Stan Galley at Spring Hill and Eddie Stanky at South Alabama. And, you know, they had a really cool rivalry at one time, Spring Hill and South Alabama. And do you think they'll ever bring that back, Ricky? I don't know. I, you know, it's it's hard for me to say. I don't know if they'll do that because you know the NCAA. You know, it, it, if you get beat by a, a NAI school, you know it goes against your record. But if you win, it doesn't help you. So uh, you know, there's a lot, and you know, they it, everybody's trying to get in tournaments and trying to get the ranking ratings up. So you know, I don't know if they'll ever bring that back. But you know, it was it was a lot of fun. We had we had some wars. You know, it was a lot of a lot of competition, and now you know you got University of Mobile. You know, they it, it'd be fun to see uh, South Alabama University of Mobile and Spring Hill. And you know, we'll drop down a notch to to the community community college level. You don't call it junior college anymore. Me and you both played at Faulkner State, but James Hattenstein's doing a great job at Bishop State. And and you know, with with Bishop State and. Spring Hill College and University of Mobile, University of South Alabama on the collegiate level, it's it's they're having a great season. South Alabama's a, a, a game over 500 now, and and on the high school level, we didn't get to touch much on the high school level, but the playoffs have started this week, 1A through 6A. Next week, 7A gets into it, and we want to wish all those teams out there that, that right. are striving for, for a state championship, even when they have to compete against each other. Some really big games this weekend on the 7A level, Fairhope and Daphne and Mary Montgomery's and Baker, they're, they're not playing each other, but they got to win some games, and how these things can unfold is going to determine which one of those teams or both of them that can get in, and Alma Bryant still got a chance too. So uh, a lot of things going on, and I want people to 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 continue to listen to me and Ricky Patterson on WNSP now. It's a it's a it's a podcast, and it's a on a uh, it's a it's on WNSP. Go go to the website and punch podcast, and you can find it on Spotify, and you can hear all our shows. And um, we're, we're going to strive to give you the best baseball news from myself and Ricky Patterson. Ricky, tell them one thing before we go. Well, you know, the, if they have some questions out there for us, you know, uh, send it, you know, text you or, you know, send it to the station here. And, you know, we'll bring it up, you know, come Monday, Monday night at the podcast. That's right. Oh, yeah. And look, hey. Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook page. That's my Facebook page. Come check it out out there, y'all. And hey, if you'll see everything you want to see, you have to scroll down. Don't scroll past. Scroll down. Get get into the the the, the, uh, 
web, the web page or the Facebook page and scroll down. This is Joey Warner, Ricky Patterson. Thanks a lot, Ricky. We're at WNSP now. We're signing out.